it, it seems unlikely, but if, if you had it to do over again, would you do any part of it differently? Well, if I had it to do over again, uh, I think, uh, no, I don't think it would. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I don't have to do it over again. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Ross Persig. This is the first episode of my podcast, um, and also I'm going to put this up on YouTube and maybe have a little clip of my Instagram. So the idea of this podcast and I, the idea of my my whole channel is to help you dream, learn, grow. I think those are the three big things wherever you want to go in life, whether it's with business or relationships or, or whatever. Um, you first need to dream it, you need to imagine it, and you need to learn, you need to take in the information and then you have to take what you've learned and grow and actually act and do something with it. This one is an interview of Walt Disney. One of the things I really enjoy about this interview is really crazy to me is actually Fantasia which was my favorite sick movie. Whenever I was sick as a kid I always wanted to watch Fantasia. Um, I don't know it, it's not uh, obviously a very popular Disney one but he talks about how it flops you know and, and he calls it a uh, I think he calls it an artistic success and a financial failure. And there were bumps on the way. Because I think when somebody is successful, we always like, oh, they were, they were always like that. They they never struggled. The last thing that I think is really uh, interesting is the first thing that he did with his money that he got from his films was he built a school. He built an art school for his artists because what they were doing was has never been had never been done before. So they were just like pushing the limits. So without further ado, here is the interview of Walt Disney. You've had so many of them, 29 Oscars and nearly 700 other awards from all corners of the world, but personally, what, what has been your greatest reward to date? Well, my greatest reward, I think, is that uh, I've been enabled to build this wonderful organization, I've been able to enjoy good health, and uh, the way I feel today, I feel like a uh, still go on being a part of this thing after 40 some odd years in the business and uh, also to have the, the public uh, appreciate and accept what I've done all these years that that is a great reward and we used to have to run the cartoon we'd have the fellows with the sound effects we had the people with the voices we had the orchestra going and everybody had to synchronize they would go ah or they would go bang or they would go this or they would pop one of these pop guns you know and it would always fit. We had the, the family fortune. We had everything wrapped up in Snow White. In fact, the, the banker, I think, was losing more sleep than I was. And fortunately, they thought, oh, we put it in, premiered it, and everything else. Why, everything was, was fine. The banker was happy. It wasn't but <laughs> about two years later that I was almost broke. <laughs> well, two years later Again. was uh, uh, following Pinocchio and coming into the Fantasia. Yeah, that about did it, you know. <laughs> that, but that was a new Artistic success, <laughs> financial failure. You know? Certainly an artistic success. It was well, it's, uh, it's, some people would, uh, would question that, too. First thing I did when I got a little money to experiment, I uh, put all my artists back in school. We, uh, uh, the art schools that existed then didn't quite have enough for what we needed. So we set up our own art school. And out of that school have come the, the artists that uh, now make up my staff here. And more than that, 
the artists that make up all the most all of the cartoon outfits in Hollywood. I'd like to talk to you about Disneyland. Where did you originally get the the first notion for Disneyland? Well, it came about when my daughters were very young, and I, as I'd sit there while they uh, they rode the merry-go-round, did all these things, sit on a bench, you know, eating peanuts. I felt that there should be something built, some kind of a amusement enterprise built where that the parents and the children could uh, have fun together. So that's how Disneyland started. Well, it took many years. It was a uh, whole period of maybe 15 years developing. The, uh, I started with many ideas, threw them away, started all over again. And eventually it evolved into what you see today as Disneyland. But it all started from a daddy with two daughters wondering where he could take them, where he could have a little fun with them, too. It, it seems unlikely, but if, if you had it to do over again, would you do any part of it differently? Well, if I had it to do over again, uh, I think... Uh, no, I don't think it would. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I don't have to do it over again. <laughs> Hey everyone, I hope you liked that interview and make sure to check out some upcoming podcasts and subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is just Ross Persig, P-I-R-S-I-G, to get more content like this. And I'll leave you with a little bonus clip about Disney talking about what is happiness to him. So, have a good day, guys. Well, of course, I mean, happiness is a, is a state of mind. I mean, that you can... Uh, you if you're of your own doing, you can be happy or you can be unhappy. It's just according to the way you look at things, you know. So I think uh, happiness is, uh, uh, well, contentment, but it doesn't mean you have to have wealth, you know. But all individuals are different. Some of us wouldn't be satisfied with just carrying out a routine job and, and being happy. Uh, yet I, I, I envy those people. I, I had a brother who, who uh, I really envied because... He was a mailman, but he had all the fun. He had himself a trailer, and he used to go off and go fishing, and he didn't worry about payrolls and, and stories and, and picture grosses or anything. And he, he was the happy one. I, I always said, he's the smart Disney. <laughs> <laughs>